Season 1, Episode 15. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 15 of the Sons of the American Revolution podcast, Revolutionary War Rarities. My name is Jim Griffith. And my name is Jim Maples. Jim, I find it amazing when I continue to find names and stories from the American Revolution that I never learned about in my formal education. We all know the names of the major players during the Revolution, such as George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, the Marquis de Lafayette, King George III, and so on. It's the little-known stories. It's the little-known names that are intriguing to me. So here goes one. Silas Dean from Groton, Connecticut. Intrigue, international relations, espionage, embezzlement, double agents, death. This story has it all. Indeed, it does. Silas Dean was elected to the Connecticut House of Representatives, then was sent to the Continental Congress to represent Connecticut. He helped to coordinate the attack on Fort Ticonderoga and to establish the Continental Navy. While a delegate to the the Continental Congress, Silas Dean had a dispute with Roger Sherman. As a result of the dispute, the Connecticut legislature replaced Silas Dean in the Continental Congress. Now, here's where things begin to get interesting. Silas Dean was sent to France as a secret envoy with the goal of convincing France to support the colonial cause financially. The results of his efforts were good, and France began sending supplies. Silas Dean recruited the services of foreign commanders, including the Marquis de Lafayette and the Baron von Steuben. These are two very significant individuals with the American Revolutionary War effort. Silas Dean had also successfully arranged for a line of credit of one million French livres, as well as military weapons and supplies for 30,000 colonial troops. Silas Dean's successes were unquestionably significant to the success of the revolution, but in 1778, things began to crumble. By this time, Benjamin Franklin and Arthur Lee joined Dean in France as the official diplomatic corps to France. Soon after, Arthur Lee, who was the brother of Richard Henry Lee and Francis Lightfoot Lee, accused Dean of financial improprieties during the secret part of his mission. As a result, Congress recalled Silas Dean and replaced him with future president John Adams. Well, Silas Dean was not aware of the accusations against him until he returned to the States and then discovered that he had had to defend his actions, his name, and his accounting. During this time frame, Silas Dean stayed with Benedict Arnold, who had just been appointed the military governor of Philadelphia. Now, Silas Dean did not bring his accounting books back from France since he wasn't aware of the accusations made by Arthur Lee until he returned. Since Dean did not bring his books back with him, he began reaching out to his contacts in France to provide their records. France refused to provide any records since their involvement in the American Revolution was considered secret prior to 1778. Ultimately, John Jay, the future first Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, helped to defend Silas Dean before Congress. Well, 1780 and 1781 were very bad years for Dean. 
He was allowed to return to Paris to gather his accounting records. Upon his arrival, he discovered that his investments had become virtually worthless. So welcome back to Paris. You are now financially ruined. In 1781, there was a plan approved by King George III to bribe Dean. However, some of Dean's letters were then intercepted where he described the colonial's military situation as hopeless. The plan to bribe him was then canceled by the Redcoats. However, upon publication of his letters, Dean was then accused of being a traitor by his fellow colonials. And to make matters worse, Edward Bancroft, Dean's secretary in France and a previous student of Dean's, turned out to be a British double agent. So by 1781, Dean had been accused of embezzlement and of being a traitor. His personal communications had been intercepted and revealed to anyone who would read them, and it had been discovered that his secretary was a British double agent, not to mention that the bulk of his family fortune had been lost in investments in France. Wow. This guy's life was headed in a bad direction. By 1784, Dean had moved to London and published a lengthy defense of his actions in an attempt to recover his family fortune and his good name. In 1789, Dean planned to return to the United States in another attempt to recoup his good name. Unfortunately, Silas Dean fell ill aboard the ship and died before ever getting back to the United States and before restoring his name. There was a theory presented by historian Julian P. Boyd that Silas Dean was poisoned by his secretary, Edward Bancroft, in order to prevent his testimony to Congress. Ultimately, in 1841, Silas Dean's granddaughter argued his case and recovered $37,000, which is equal to more than a million dollars in today's money. Well, regardless of the horrible situation that ultimately existed in Silas Dean's life, his early actions in France helped to secure the colonial success during the Revolutionary War. Through supplies provided by France to the recruitment of the Marquis de Lafayette and the Baron von Steuben, Silas Dean's efforts were critical. And so it goes. Frequently, it is names that we have never heard of that played a critical role in securing our independence. Yes, it was Benjamin Franklin and Thomas Jefferson and George Washington and many other well-known names. But it was also Silence Dean, whose family was destroyed. Marquis de Lafayette was quoted as saying, The good fortune of America is closely tied to the good fortune of all humanity. It is sad that the good fortune of Silas Dean was destroyed in pursuit of the good fortune of America. Thankfully, his name was ultimately cleared, but his name did not become one that is well known. However, without him, our independence would certainly have been in doubt. To learn more about the remarkable story of Silas Dean, we recommend you read Joel Richard Paul's Unlikely Allies, How a Merchant, a Playwright, and a spy saved the American Revolution. Available at your local library or wherever books are sold. My name is Jim Griffith. And my name is Joe Maples, and we thank you for joining us today. And be sure to join us for the next episode of Revolutionary War Rarities. This has been a production of the National Society, Sons of the American Revolution, 
www.sar.org.